You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's your turn to hit it. Hey, what a great day it is. Any day you wake up in my family is a good day. I like to see that. Dude, you see the smoke from the tires? <laughs> okay, yeah. Is that is that tire smoke we're talking about? <laughs> hey, today? man, um, uh, have you been smoking, uh, man? Uh, hey, they're changing the law next week, You got week, marijuana? Dude. They're changing the some? law. Okay, we're going to be talking about that with Carrie Schmidt today from the OPP, what your rights are when you get pulled over, if you get pulled over, and why would you get pulled over? You know, because the stuff smells. Just follow the guy well, down exactly. the road. exactly. You know, you <laughs> see this huge cloud of smoke coming out of the window, you know. That's reasonable and probable, I think my rad's got a leak officer. (laughs) (laughs) Darren Bostons is with us today from Salem Tire. We're going to talk about winter tires. I always say snow tires, but I'm old. Yeah, yeah. I saw two cars at the gas station with their black steelies on this morning already. Winter tires. Yep, yep. We're getting the word. And the auto auction is currently on up at the airport, the International Center. Jeff Coy, uh, you know, with our policy of no expenses bared, will be our reporter up there from Lant Insurance, and Jeff's going to tell us how the auction is doing and we've got news from the industry some really serious recalls hyundai ikea and toyota hyundai. I, I had no ikea i did <laughs> hyundai. i had no ikea we got one down the road <laughs> hyundai. <laughs> okay and finally we have a great contest going on the cargenerator.com has given us one of their units to give away plus $250 worth of the motion lotion that you need to run it, or you motion? can run your car. What was it? Motion lotion? <laughs> motion what? lotion. Is that why he says Hyundai like that? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, 250 bucks worth of gas, and it's really inter- interesting to enter. You do have to do nothing except name, address, and uh, your, what do you call it, email address. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, I'll take us out when we come back. We'll be talking about Darren. And We're going to talk about Darren? Oh, really? the winter. I don't want to talk about Not me. Not in front of his back or behind <laughs> no. his back. No. Hey, by, the way, behind his back. by the way, I just want to tell you something that uh, Moses Simer has his museum for television just next door. Mm-hmm. They have a new exhibit today uh, honoring Philo Farnsworth. That's a real name. Really? Philo Farnsworth. Played for the Leafs back in 43. Yeah, so he's a forgotten genius, the boy who invented electronic TV. That's free. It's on from 11 to 4. Go for it, Al. uh, That's it. But this is the car show, so you've got a car care question, you've got a a tire, a question about tires. We will be here. <laughs> Sounds like we've retired, but we're not. <laughs> Sounds like you're, you're uh, get some... Uh, this is Dave's edi- Corner Garage. I'm going to get some Cheetos, and we'll be back in just a minute. Put the edibles away. <laughs> 
All righty. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Alan Gelman and, of course, Darren Bossens from Salem Tires. Darren, uh, first off, I want to tell you, I use the Salem's on the track all season. Yes, I've seen that. All season. That's (laughs) good. Summers almost. Honest to God, they haven't worn out at all. They just, you got the ZSRs? Yeah, I the, think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're more of like a summer tire. To s- I don't know. I squeal them around that track. For, you do. I've done over do. 100 laps, and they're not even half-worn. Fantastic That's tire. amazing. So let's talk about, because the weather's changing, uh, winter Yuck. tires. I used to call them snow tires, but yep. now they're winter tires. Correct. What makes it a winter tire? Uh, primarily two things, the tread design and the compounding. So the compounding is obviously different. Don't know, really know the you know the ingredient changes, etc. And it wouldn't really mean anything to anybody. But um, it's a lot softer compound, so it stays softer in the cold because typically rubber will get you know, hard hard in the in the cold. You ever see um, a hockey puck? There you go. Prime they, example. They slide, eh? Really good. They slide and they're hard. <laughs> they're made out of rubber. <laughs> they are. Um, and then obviously the tread design, so you're going to get a lot more siping. The, the, when you talk about the snow tires of old, yeah. they were big, luggy, almost like mud tires. Right, that you yeah. Typically get on a. What do you think of an old truck. Jeep? You know what? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Wah, 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 now they're wah, wah, typically wah, wah, wah. Uh, you know asymmetrical. They're they're typically like an all season type tire with a lot more siping in it, which gives you your traction a little. Now, do they edges. um are they noisier than a regular tire? Um, typically, yes, they are, but I've, we've, I've seen examples of where they're actually, you know, more quiet than, than oh. an all season in some cases, depending on uh, the vehicle and, and the tread design of the, the two, the two tires you're comparing. Because in the old days when you had big blocks, you know, uh, where you could actually see each one. Yeah. And the voids, and, big and voids. Big voids in between yeah. them. And those would be very, very noisy. Very. And, and so many, so often, you know, you see on cars where they're worn unevenly as well. Yes. Um, Typical. So, Yeah. Well, I used to remember like the 51 Chevy, four pounds of cement back there. There you go. <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> and one wheel will always spin. <laughs> good for fuel you mileage. And you don't hear that anymore. You know, the, 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 yeah. the guys are pushing the cars to get them up the hill. No. Nope. These things just go right up the hill. They no problem. do. It's, well, don't forget so many vehicles now are, you know, all-wheel drive or four-wheel Most, drive. yeah. Which yeah. makes it better. But uh, I just want to break a fallacy. You know, a lot of people think that because if they drive one of these big honking four-wheel drive vehicles yep. that they don't need to go with, you know, all-weather or a winter tire. But that's not the case, is it? No, no. Like, at the end of the day, in a, in a you know, the reality of it is you're using the, the biting edges or the, the snow tire for starting and stopping. So stopping, right, stopping. stopping is really more key to the, to the equation. So... <laughs> So uh, right, four by four doesn't mean anything about stopping. Exactly, you've got you know four squares of rubber that got to stick to the road. Exactly. Um, I, in fact, I mentioned it in my Facebook page that um, or Facebook post that you know all the technology in the world, you could have traction control, you could have ABS, um, but that depends on the tire staking stuck to the road. And if there's no you know um, traction, all those things can't work at all. No, and that's really your only point. It is your only point of contact for the vehicle is the tires. I remember the tow truck drivers always said the car furthest out in the field was the four-wheel drive. Uh, that's usually what it is. You just go further into the bush. <laughs> exactly right. So now there is all-season, all-weather, uh, winter tires. There's summer, summer tires. tires. Yeah. Uh, like It's driving me crazy. How do people actually decide what to purchase? Well, typically it's so... What most people know, it's, which is what most cars come with, are all seasons. Unless you're into high performance cars, they they usually come with summers. All season really means three season here in Canada. All season is more of a term you'd use maybe down in the Carolinas and South okay. America, right, where they don't really get snow at all, um, and the temperature doesn't deviate as much as it does here. So, um, all seasons are what you typically run in the summer, 
Obviously, summer tires are what you'd run in the summer. You definitely cannot run those in the winter. Um, winter tires are what you'd run typically in the winter. Right, obviously. Uh, and then all weather is kind of a hybrid between an all season and a winter that you can run all year round. So it still has the three peak mountain snowflake designation that allows you to run it as winter tires. Okay. But you can run them in the summer as well. So Darren Boston has a four door sedan. He drives to work every day. What's on your car? Winters in the winter and summers so are all seasons. Over. I do, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Sure. So that so there's an industry expert that actually does switch over. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And, if, and 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 because there's nothing better in the winter than a winter tire. Absolutely. You know. So that's the way you want to go. I mean, um, all weather tires is a relatively new thing. They've only been out for a number the last I don't know not not even ten years. Yeah. And and now you Salen has a line of them as well. Correct. Yeah. yeah the four S. Um, Basically, 15 to 17 inch right now, um, about 12 different sizes. We were adding about nine sizes this year in the 15 and 16 inch. So, um, and, and I, I, I tell people like if you if you're you know in a condo or you have limited space and it might be the way to go. Or mm-hmm. depending on if you're maybe you're down in Florida for the, uh, winter. the the winter months, you know, but you still have to get there. You're driving. Um, it's not it's not a bad option. But at the end of the day, a winter tire is better than an all weather, and a all season or summer tire is better than an all weather. Now it's an expensive proposition. Like if you're going to buy winter tires, you've got to buy a set of rims, and in some cases, a TPS sensor. Yes, yeah, not and a lot of the sensors now. I think they work off the uh, drive, a, shafts. The drive shafts yeah. and that, so you don't need necessarily need the uh, TPMS. You don't have to go with uh, separate rims. It's just if you want it, most rims now that come on cars OE are nice aluminum rims, so mm-hmm. you don't want to, you know, get the salt and all yeah, the stuff yeah. that happens in the winter potholes, etc. I just got mine fixed last week. I had four bends in my rim. Get out of here! You four. Had, I, did I knew you let there Steve one. drive your car and bounce it off the curb? I did. I did. And you, you know, consider yourself lucky that they were repairable. Yes, because if you break one or if it's bent too bad, you know you're talking six hundred a thousand dollars just for a wheel rim. Yes, it can get very expensive. We call sure. that parking by Braille. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm there. Is, I'm there. A, and this is where it's important, you know, to go talk to a tire expert to, to so you know what to get. Yes, you know? definitely. It's um, best way to go again because there are options like you had mentioned too. You know, do you have a place to store these tires? Um, how long are you planning on keeping the car? Yep. These are important things to look at when you're before you go and buy. Well, Definitely. a lot of people are, are leasing cars. Yes. Uh, right? A tremendous amount of people are leasing mm-hmm. cars. So for a lease car, would a guy invest in that sort of stuff, or would he just not do anything? Um, d- typically, like, I look at it this way. It comes down to, to safety, right, yeah. at the end of the day. Um, winter tires perform much better than all season or, or summers, for that matter, in winter, and vice versa um, for the summer months. So if you want to be safe, and, and I think I've said this many times, I didn't get, winter, I've never had, you know, winter tires until I started in the tire business. I would never not have them. Like it's just like the comfort level you have is, you know, the times where you start sliding and you're slipping and, you know, your heart goes up in your mouth because you think you're going to hit somebody or end up in the ditch. It, it, I don't think it's happened to me once since having. So the rule of thumb is, if you live north of Highway Seven, yes, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And you, you also get a slight, a slight insurance break too with winter tires. Yes. Right? Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like up to five percent depending on the insurance company. So they kick so. that back to you. Yeah. Yeah, Good stuff. So. And if you know, on a lease car, maybe if you sold it or back, you still have this set of rims you can put on the next one or yeah. sell them. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I lost my little Kia there, I actually sold my tires off. I got 500 bucks for them. Yeah, no, you can always sell them. Right. It's it's, it's the best way to go, I'm telling you. Works it's, so well. He's Alan? standing. Look out. He's standing. How are we doing? Come and look at the board. See who's coming up next after the break. We've got Al and Brand Ben. We've got Anita in New Hamburg. And uh, we're going to take those calls right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. 
Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And don't forget, you can go to davescornergarage.com and enter to win uh, 250 bucks worth of gas, courtesy of us, plus a car generator, which is a very cool device that you can see how it works uh, on our website. Dave'sCornerGarage.com. Back over to you with a brand new Walmart sweater, by the way. Nice one. No, it's an old one. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things. First off, we're talking about generators. I did talk to my appliance guys, mm-hmm. and they said a gas generator, one that operates off uh, natural gas, is noisy. They rumble and, and vibrate, and you can hear them all over town. Yeah, but they're, they out, they're outside. Yeah, but it's still the house vibrates. Really? Really? Yeah, because it's hooked up to the house or wherever, and you hear that thing chuffing away. So the car generator thing there, my wife said I could buy one. Not nice. Oh, <laughs> I nice. got permission. Yeah. Uh, there's a quick article in the wheel section today from Norris, who we all know and love. Uh, next Saturday night at the Glen Gould Theater is the Hall of Fame uh, induction service or induction ceremony. Ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go, the tickets are ninety five dollars a piece. They're tax deductible. All you have to do is to go to CF. Oh, sorry, CMHF. C-M-H-F, which probably stands for Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame. How's that? I just guessed that. You know, I'm throwing it out there. Took a wild one. So, if you're reading about it, this very interesting uh, Jacques Villeneuve is going to be inducted. uh, Yeah, he won the Indianapolis 500. Passed the whole field twice to do that. All right. Wow. Nice guy. Good guy. Uh, right. Let's go to the phones and just say hi. We're going to talk to Al in Grand Bend, okay? Yeah. He's got our RAV4. What's up with that, Al? Okay. Uh, I have a 2013 Toyota RAV4. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got the 2.5-liter four-cylinder Yep. Uh, with variable uh, valve timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we purchased the vehicle from uh, Toyota in 2015, and it had about 35,000 k on it. You bought a used car uh, with warranty. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes, yep. uh, it, it had been serviced uh, from new uh, by uh, Toyota. Uh, it now has 87,000 k on it. Uh, I've changed the oil and filter every uh, 8,000 K with uh, fully synthetic. All right, Al, so what's the problem with it? Okay. When you start up from a cold start, if the vehicle's been sitting six to eight hours, Mm -hmm. the valve train is quite noisy Mm -hmm. for two to three seconds until it gets oil pressure, Mm -hmm. and then then it's perfect. Have you been back to the dealer? Yeah, I've been back to the dealer numerous times. Uh, I've talked to uh, corporate Toyota. Uh, Everybody says this is normal. Well, when we purchased the vehicle, it didn't do this. Right. Um, My wife drives the vehicle primarily, and I think this started after the first winter that we owned the, the vehicle. Well, so has the dealer mentioned that there is a fix of any kind or what they could do possibly for you to fix it? No, they want me to pay to, uh, well, first of all, they're, they're saying that the noise is normal. Okay. Uh, but secondly, you don't like it, so I just wanted to try to get to the point here. Um, so what did they say it's going to take to fix that or eliminate the noise? Uh, I would have to pay to have them uh, tear the engine down to investigate Ooh. why it, it's doing this. Well, right, and, and it's, you know what, I think, so, and you're not happy with that answer, obviously, why? 
no. I, I, it, the vehicle was under warranty, well under warranty, when I first started complaining about this. Okay, I see where you're coming from. Um, no. You know what? I, I would suggest this, that uh, the sound, for the most part, is as much as it's not normal for your ears and you don't like it, um, I have seen it in many, many vehicles before. In fact, Honda CRVs suffer the same kind of thing. Nissan, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there is a little bit of looseness in there, but the, the problem is, is to correct it, you're going to have to be doing an awful lot of work. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it, the, the, the noise could, you know, it, 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 although it lasts only for a few seconds and does diminish, it could stay like that for a number of years. And like you say, the, the manufacturer's not prepared to, to make that commitment, you know, um, unless so you, you want to spend it. the money. So there's really no cheap fix on that. You could perhaps try a, a, a better grade oil or a, a thicker grade oil. That may help. Um, they make, an additive. Make oil additives, exactly, like an STP kind of stuff. You yeah. could try that. But again, they're, they're telling you it's not a big thing to worry about, then I, I wouldn't worry for now. By the way, before we rush off, a CHR Toyota major recall. If you've got a late model uh, 2009 CHR Toyota, the wheels could fall off. 609 vehicles in Canada are affected. 900 vehicles in the U.S. are affected. Now, that so, wouldn't be normal. That would be abnormal. Abnormal. And make a <laughs> and lot scary. of noise on startup. <laughs> and scary. <laughs> and scary. So if you're driving one of those vehicles, I definitely would contact Toyota and find out if yours is one of the things. Apparently, the rear axle bolts could come loose or detached. Not a good way to meet people on the side of the road. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks for calling in with that, and hopefully we're able to shed some light. Yep. We're going to take a break right now, and after the break, what are we doing, Dave? Sergeant Schmidt is going to come on the phone. October 17th, big day. Yeah. Legal Sell stuff. your stock. Sell your stock. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to go sl- light up a fat one, and we'll be back after this break. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and of course... The week coming up is a big one here right across Canada. So we want you to know more about what your rights are and what you can and can't do when you're driving on the roads should you partake in the C word, cannabis. And with us is Kerry Schmidt from the OPP. Good morning, Kerry. Hey, good morning. Hey, Kerry, so you're driving along and you have this odor coming in from the car in front of you. <laughs> and you pull him over and you go, you, have you got any marijuana? And, <laughs> and he goes, no, sir. He says, you want some? No, sir. <laughs> it's all gone now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and Sean going on down the highway here. We've seen all that. And, boy, you can't miss that smell, can you? So when it is legal, it still will be illegal to use it in your car, correct? You're right. Actually, it's, uh, this doesn't change the way we do any of our business. Uh, impaired driving still impaired driving. Uh, smoking in your car is still illegal, always has been, and uh, that's going to be part of that same uh, smoke-free uh, rule. The, uh, the problem is marijuana is impairing. And it, adjust, it changes your reaction times, it changes your, your behaviors, and that's why people take it. Uh, so they think they're fine after drinking, or drinking, after smoking marijuana. Well, they're, they're impaired already. They're, they're smoking it, and that's the problem. Oh, here, I got a question for you, Kerr. Yeah. Let's say, you know, you're a reasonable driver, or you, you're a designated driver. Are, are the other people in your car allowed to smoke? No, they're not. So uh, for you, you, right now, the, the law is uh, you can't uh, smoke. In your vehicle, you can only smoke in your private residence or in a private place, and a vehicle is not considered uh, that uh, private place. So mm. you are not permitted to uh, smoke even as a passenger in the vehicle because even that smoke has the ability to uh, impair those that are inhaling it. So secondhand smoke can cause 
uh, impairments on the driver. There you go. Carrie, yeah. here's, here's a question we've been talking to in the uh, with guys in the in the green room. So we understand that yes, you can't do it, it while you're driving. You get pulled over, and you, like you should be if you're if you've been drinking too much. However, if you're at a party, okay, or you just at a function, whatever, yeah. and you've, you're having a few, and I don't mean drinks, but you're not driving yet. But you leave that party and you go into your car and you're driving. Nobody is smoking or doing anything in the car. You get pulled over. How does this law change your 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 forces team on the roads when people get tested if they're not smoking when they're in the car? Well, it's just like someone who's not drinking when they're in the car. If they're showing evidence of impairment, if they're a little bit stoned, a little bit buzzed, and, and uh, you, you can pick up on that, we do a standard field sobriety test on people that we suspect may be impaired by alcohol or by drugs. And uh, those uh, tests will uh, will give the officer a very good indication whether or not this person has been smoking or has been drinking in the recent past. Now, uh, people may think, well, yeah, I've only had a couple of tokes, and you know, they were just passing the joint around, and I only had a couple of puffs. Well, you know, that uh, is going into your system, and that will stay in your system. And, and the impairing effects can actually last longer than the, the stoned or the buzz effects. So, that uh, the THC is going to be in your system, in your bloodstream. Uh, it'll be stored in your fat cells and so on. But it will uh, it will have effects long. Boy, than do what I have a problem! I got lots of fat cells. So yeah, you know, you're in your green room. I hope that green room is painted green and not uh, green or something else. We're not saying anything. Hey, so, uh, yeah. what, one other question. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. What are the levels uh, for passing or failing? Is it the same as alcohol? or is it different? Well, the criminal code, uh, section 253, says anyone driving a motor vehicle who's impaired by alcohol or drug, so the charge is identical. It is the same offense of, uh, uh, of alcohol, so there's no change in, in the penalties. Uh, now, there are other provincial sanctions that uh, there's a zero tolerance for young and novice drivers and drivers of commercial vehicles. So if you're operating a transport truck or a large vehicle that requires an A- uh, a, B, C, D, E, F yeah. uh, type license, uh, license other than a G, uh, there is zero tolerance. Now, that is uh, you know, subject to uh, uh, testing by roadside screen devices, and, and that uh, we don't uh, have that in our uh, arsenal right now. We're using the standard field sobriety testing uh, systems uh, with officers doing those tests. So that's something that uh, you know, will, will change as the time goes by and as, as uh, technology advances and as we get different pieces of equipment to, to do our job. So what but you're saying, uh, sorry to interrupt, but what you're saying yeah. is you have to get out of the car, walk the line, follow the pencil, etc. Yep. That's uh, right. That's the standard field sobriety test. Yeah. Now, so, but you've also added something else to your arsenal. Do you, is it a saliva tester? What is it? Well, yeah, that's uh, been approved through uh, the government, and mm-hmm. uh, that is an available tool that police services can use. Uh, we do not have those uh, devices uh, in our inventory at this point. Uh, well, you don't? So, okay. You know, that may change down the road, but we're waiting for decisions from our corporate and uh, from our senior command. So I'll keep you posted on that. But uh, in the end, you know, our job is the same. We're trying to keep our highways safe and our public safe and our communities, and uh, we're going to be looking for those impaired drivers. So- and but we can't do it alone. So if you are at a party, you know someone who's impaired by any any means, Grab you keys. need to raise your voice. You need to let uh, let that uh, be known. And if they won't uh, stop on your influence, well, then you got to call us. And 911 is the closest number, and we'll, uh, we'll come and make sure the person does not get in the vehicle, does not 
put the public at risk and and hold them accountable. Hey, October 17th, 12 o'clock midnight, it's legal. I bet you 1201 is the first guy you pull over. Well, we're we're getting drug-impaired drivers already. So I I don't know how long the lineup is for people to go and, you know, order their online marijuana. But, uh, you know, it's an issue already. We're charging and arresting and taking these uh, drug-impaired drivers off the roads already. And keep in mind, it's not just marijuana. Uh, There's every other type of drug, uh, illicit prescription over-the-counter that people can abuse, and that will impair your judgment. All right, Kerry, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate the heads up. You sound like you know everything there is to know about marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Like way too much. You have to go through a lot of training. (laughs) 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 Kerry, enjoy your weekend, and I hope you're not too busy next week. Not yet. I can still see the pencil. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back right after this break. (laughs) Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Lots of calls to get to. Let's not wait. Get to them. Exactly. Uh, First off, I just want to say that if you've got a call and you're not getting through, hang on the line. We will stay for a few minutes after the show to answer them. All right. Now we're going to go to Guelph, and we've got Ron on the line. He's got a question about winter tires, and we've got the guy in the studio to answer, Darren Bossens. Ron, what's your question? Ron? Ron and Guelph, are you still with us, my friend? We lost. Ron, there you go. Were we out checking the tire pressures or what? (laughs) No, I'm in a dead zone out near the airport here, uh, heading towards the auction with the tickets I won from you. Oh, great. Super. So you got a question about tires for us. Well, yeah, you guys have mentioned everything else, but uh, you haven't mentioned the difference in where between all seasons, all weather, and winter tires. What can I expect in difference of, like, uh, are they going to last 10,000 kilometers last or 20 years? What's the difference in where? Great question. Yeah, no, great question. Typically, obviously, you know, all, all things the same, same driver, same car, et cetera. Um, you're typically going to get a little less on winter tires, but remember, they're they're softer. And the big thing, too, I've got to put in, don't drive summer t- or sorry, winter tires in the, the warmer weathers because they obviously wear off uh, very quickly. But, you know, when they when the temperatures are out, you know, below 7 and below 0, the, the rubber's essentially kind of the same as an all-season in in the summer. So you should get typically a little bit less, and you're probably right, about 10,000, 20,000, depending on what tires you're comparing, less on a winter tire than you would say on an all-season. I see guys driving winter tires all year round. Yeah, I know. Some people, like, you know, even my wife sometimes, she'll leave them on. She just never gets in to get them changed off. Uh, The problem is, is, you know, they're going to wear a lot faster in the warmer weather. It's like Christmas lights. It's like... If you hit July, you might as well just... You know, I got to tell you guys, though, you know, we talk about, you know, people who have the space and the time and the money to get separate sets of tires. I have a lot of old people that happen to come to me, um, and they only drive 10,000 kilometers a year, Mm -hmm. and they really don't have the space. So I I tell them it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. All they're doing is driving the car from the apartment to Max Milk or to Shoppers, okay? And they can choose not to go out if the weather's really Exactly. So, you know, when when they... they don't go on the highway. So I I have no problem with, you know, leaving their winter tires on all year round. No. But but again, for our our caller, if there is a concern, yes, the softer rubber on the the winter or the all-season tire, the... Summer all-weather months. tire. Ooh, um, you, almost got you there. You do want to get those off, you know, um, on time. What about, what about tire pressure, guys? Should it, should it change that much between it a winter tire? It doesn't change at all, my Nothing friend. at all. No, Nothing. No. 
No, no, no. Uh, before we take the next call, I just want to tell you that if you're getting your car crowned, I was at the site the other day, you can get a free can of rust protection and lubricant. The stuff Good we call, stuff. Stuff nice. we call spritz. Yeah, it works yes. great. Right? It's free if you get your car It's on done. until the end of the month, I yeah, think, is it? end of the month. If you go to Crown's website, you can actually pick it up there. Alrighty, let's talk to uh, Alan, who's been holding off for a while. Alan, you're on the phone. I am. <laughs> Alan in Mississauga. What's going on? Hey, and how are you, Dave and uh, Alan? I'm good. You got it. You know what, Al? We we made a boo boo. <laughs> we hardly ever do that. But I ask you to hang on the line because we got to take a quick break, and we'll get to you and your terrain. <laughs> and uh, right after this break, this okay. is Dave's Corner Garage. Dave'sCornerGarage.com. Enter to win the contest. Ton of calls, as I was saying. To get to, so let's get to it right now. Okay, uh, you know, as our policy is no expenses bared. Mm -hmm. We're going over to <laughs> the auto auction, and we're going to talk to Jeff Coy from Lant Insurance, who has a booth right next to the the stage. You Jeff. told me Jeff Coy had a Woody. Oh, as fifty, oh, what is it, thirty-six? <laughs> See, you just threw him right off. Uh, Nineteen thirty-nine Woody. Is yeah. it thirty-nine or thirty-six? I don't know. When 39. he gets old, who can tell with Jeff, Woody? Jeff, good morning. Morning. How are you guys? Good. Uh, how is the auction going? How are you going? What's your favorite good, car? Good. <laughs> just it's just firing up now, and uh, yeah, lots of buyers here, so should be a busy day. Jeff, what's your favorite car? I mean, I know you're right across from that beautiful uh, blue. I think it's a '36 uh, Ford Woody. Yeah, '39. '39. Ah, Steve yeah. was right, and he knows nothing yeah. about cars. That's no, that is yeah. That's, Thank uh, you so much. That's yeah. terrific. <laughs> that's a beautiful car. At um, well, there's a, there's quite a few. There's a '28. Cadillac dual cowl Phaeton here. Wow. Um, it's just, uh, just, you know, nice piece of machinery. But um, my, my kind of favorite is it's a little bit odd. It's a 91 Chevy Camaro Z28. It's a promo car that was used in the Halifax Grand Prix for the Players Challenge, if you remember those yes. road races. Yes. Uh, back in the 90s. And, it's the uh, white yeah, one against the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's one of 32, all numbers matching. And, uh, and I happen to know the owner. Who's uh, an appraiser, classic car appraiser, and uh, he's got a couple of them. So uh, he's looking to restore another one and sell this one. So, so what does a car like that go for? I mean, it, it's it's a unique car, unique history, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it's hard to say. It, it's uh, it could go for uh, you know twenty, thirty grand. Interesting. Unless Dave gets there, and it'll probably go for uh, what? Well, I'd start at fifteen. Seven. Yeah, you probably start at ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question: Is there any appraisers actually working the auction? There are there are a couple there, yes. So would it, in fact, let's say you're a novice and you just come out to the auction because you want to see it and you, you you see a car, but you kind of really don't know at that point what it's worth. Could you? Is there someone there to ask that you'd know if yeah. the bidding got silly? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And even uh, you know we we've had uh, some do appraisals right there when uh, you know wow. when they buy it or or take a look at the car for for someone and you know kind of check it out for them. Now, when I was talking to you yesterday, you were saying that this auction really kicks off a, a, a flurry of business for you. People buy yeah, cars. It, it, yeah, it go does. ahead. It's, it's, it's odd that it's the fall when we're typically slowing down for our season, but uh, it kind of rejuvenates it for a few weeks. Uh, we get a flurry of activity after the auction, people buying and selling, and, you know, just a lot of movement in the uh, in the hobby. So I, I go to the auction, I buy a vehicle, and I come to you right away because you've got a booth there. You can walk right over. Yeah, we can insure you right there. And drive it home. You can. I think you should get yourself a Woody, Dave. <laughs> I like that car, but I have no place to keep it. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. Uh, that, that car is not a driver, that's for sure. No. You just got to well, just, put that in your, your little museum. 
Well, the other thing is that looking at those cars as an investment, there is a lack of vehicles in Canada because the U.S. dollar is so strong. So you would actually make a lot of money buying a car like that, storing it for two, three years, and then it's a smaller market to, to go to. Yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely do, a good investment, yeah. Do people um, basically do that? Is there a big market for just investing, or do people buy it and drive it? Yeah, yeah, uh, but they, it's usually a longer term. They, they do want to enjoy it, and, uh, you know, it depends on the cars that are, uh, that are really uh, skyrocketing in value. You know, now it's the, it's the late 60s uh, Ferraris and Porsches that uh, have some kind of racing pedigree. All right, question. So, so you're out at the airport, correct? Yep. And free, Center. free parking? Free parking. On all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yes. Yep. All right. Not well, Friday, thanks. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, well, Friday's Sunday, gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thanks for joining us. Enjoy the auction. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay, wait. Before you run, what's your website? Yep. Uh, landinsurance.ca. Yeah, if you forget that, you're in big trouble. <laughs> don't forget, don't scratch your head or your nose because you could buy a car by accident. All right? <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. All right, take care, Jeff. Have a great okay. weekend. <laughs> Thank you, guys, too. Thank Bye. you. Jeff Coy from Land Insurance was our uh, representative at the auto auction today. I'm scooting over there after lunch just to see what's going on. All right, and we're going to find out if Alan has lost his terrain of thought right okay. after this break. <laughs> Welcome back. All right, Dave's here we go. Garage completely off the rails as normal. Welcome back. Here's Dave. All right, just a quick announcement. Hyundai and Kia, now 2.9 million cars, are being requested for a recall uh, from the Center of Automotive Safety, uh, which is uh, one of those consumer groups in the what States. What happens? Uh, apparently, there's fires under the dash. The wiring gets hot and starts smoking. Wow. So that and engine failures for a certain type of engine that they do actually carry. So you can say to the cop, it wasn't me. It was the car smoking. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was wiring. So All the right. bottom line is you've got a Hyundai Kia. Get in touch with your dealer and find out if you're one of them. Exactly. Get up uh, Yeah, before you catch fire. Alan in Mississauga is next. He's got a 16 terrain. What's wrong with it? Yeah, I just uh, got an oil change today. Great. And uh, I mentioned to the mechanic there, you uh-huh. know, you get these emails once a month and it tells you you got 40% of the lights left in your your oil. Okay. And I happened to check the dipstick this morning, and it must have been down a liter and a half. And okay. I only And I only put 7,000 kilometers on it, but he's telling me that's normal. I mean, how can a... 2016 terrain burn oil like that. Well, unfortunately, a lot of new cars burn oil, and uh, you know, for a car to burn a, a liter every couple thousand kilometers, unfortunately, is not abnormal anymore. That's correct. Yeah, it's and, like a uh, drop. So this is why it's important that you don't depend on the computer for the light or, or a message to come up. You got to do it like the old days. Put in the dipstick, pull it out, see how much you got. And actually, you should do it at least once a month. To Put check, in, check the oil. Put in your dipstick. I check in my wife's oil all the time. <laughs> just, all right. can't, just can't let it go, can you? <laughs> a lot of cars don't have dipsticks anymore. Yeah. Al, do you still have your dipstick? Well, it's I, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. We're happy to hear that. <laughs> Are you <laughs> checking it monthly? Yeah. <laughs> Once in the summer, not so often in the winter. I'm not talking how often I dip it. It's really nobody's business. <laughs> That's okay? true. Seriously. Uh, but I check my oil regularly. <laughs> We're very happy to hear yeah. that. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right. We got Darren Bossens uh, okay. in the studio. Last Much younger question. guy. Probably dips way often than, more often than we do. Anyways, question about winter tires. Yeah. No, the last question is, what's the best piece of advice we can give you from a tire expert? On winter tires? On all tires. Not get, dipsticks. Get up, not dipsticks. Uh, on all tires? 
check your pressures monthly. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, for the life of the tire, fuel efficiency. Um, yeah, it's 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 the best advice you can give anybody. Check your pressures. Well, you know what? Our our, our audience here, he was all worried because he had a scratch in the side of his sidewalk. Yeah, you can sidewalk. check for scratches, too, if, while <laughs> yeah. you're doing that. <laughs> so he, he nicked the curb, and he damaged a little bit of the rubber. Right. So there, if you don't see the cord or anything like yep. that, you're pretty well safe, right? You're pretty fine, yeah. And and if you're if uh, any question, you can always take it by a tire dealer and, and let them take a look at it if, if, yeah. you're, if you're uncertain. But Which leads me to the next question. Your site shows where the nearest tire dealer is? Yeah, we have a dealer locator on a salon.com. Uh, SalemTires.ca. Yeah, right yep. as a tire locator. Yep. And is, is there? You brought out some new tires, some new new information. That's also on there. Yep. Right. Well, we got some new. We got the Inspire, which is a new model. Uh, we also have the MT, which is a okay. A new model. My Here's tire. the million dollar question, which is liquid phase mic mixing. <laughs> this is something we talked about in the green room. Yes. It's a new way to make tires. It's a new way to make. Yeah. So in the, I won't, I'm not going to say the old days, but how typically tires are made, they're put into a big uh, mixer called a Banbury mixer, and the rubber, the carbon black, the oxidized, all the chemicals go in there, and it's it's mixed up. Uh, because it's you're putting solids, liquids, uh, powders all together, you get uh, you can only get it mixed so much. So right? it's variations. So it's yeah, you're going to get a little more higher levels of certain ingredients in this part of the tire to that part. The new the new thing, liquid phase mixing, does it more in a liquid form, more down to the nano like uh, nanometer type of thing. So it's they, a more homogeneous kind of more mix. homogeneous mix, exactly. Homogeneous, exactly. not homogeneous. Yeah, well, both. You can use either word. <laughs> homogeneous. That means somebody who's really smart. <laughs> so the question is: Now you're one, you're the only one of the only manufacturers that does this. Correct. Yes, yes, and it's and it's very new technology, so the, the, we're, you probably won't see tires out on the market uh, mixed this way for probably another six months to a year. And they're better tires? The, yes, uh, much better. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, have you know what? The tires have come so far because... I don't see any guy pulled over on the 401 or anywhere with a blown tire. I've, it's, no. I can't remember since that's happened. You, you know, the, the people don't realize the technology that goes into tires. It's it's unbelievable. And and there's always, you know, new stuff coming out. So, um, yeah, you, you very seldom see, you know. Yeah, cars don't even come with spares anymore. Or, yeah, no, exactly. Exactly, right? yeah. My cars definitely don't, that's for sure. Right. You, well, you're driving a BMW hot rod. Spot yeah, yeah, there's never right. spares. But I'm driving an SUV, and it has no spare tire yeah, in it, right? Yeah. And I've driven it to Florida. I've driven it to yeah. the East Coast. Aren't a lot of the 2019s not going to make, uh, not going to have spare tires anymore? No, because there, there's a lot of weight to a lot carry. Of weight, right? Yeah, right. It's a hundred that you may never even need. It's also going to save money for the manufacturers well, too. I had my Jeep for 15 years. The tires turned to stone on the back. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure, crispy. <laughs> right. Well, how many flats have you got in the last 10 years? I can't say? remember. Yeah. Like, I I've had you, one I can't remember because I'm old. Well, I don't want to talk about it because that's a guarantee you're going to get <laughs> yeah, one tomorrow. No, okay. knock on wood, knock on no but it does. <laughs> no, but we're talking how vehicles, uh, even vans, for example, that's how they've achieved seven-seater vans in some cases. Mm. Because of? Because that, they got rid of the spare. Now they have a little bit of room more to space. more seats, yeah. Yep. So even if you have a, a Sienna seven-seater, Run flat tires, no spare. And all tires, no matter what the costs are, have to pass a minimum standard that the government sets. Correct. So price and safety really don't relate to each other. No, no. Right? So price is really performance. In other words, it's a grippier tire or it's a snow Promo- tire. Per- yeah, performance and branding. And for branding. For sure, yeah. So you can take a cheap tire, put a fancy name on it, and bingo, you're in. Yeah, you're probably in. <laughs> you just got to spend a lot of money to, to market that. <laughs> Which all impressions, right? It's not really value. Yeah, no, exactly. You got to look for value in, in anything you buy, I, I always say. Right? Right. So that's the market that you're in. You're called three, you're the three tier? Yeah, tier three, um, the value tier, right? Exactly. So.
Good stuff. Yep. Darren, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Darren is VP of... Uh, Sale and Tires. Yeah. VP of Sales. Oh, you got a raise? No one told me about that. Yeah. No, oh, no, just a yeah, no raise. raise. No, no. Sailing, you got an office on the second floor. <laughs> That's it. You move up. Just, just check your your dipstick out. You see the news? It'll come up in the news. Alan, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm going to go check out the Woody out at the auction. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Don't forget, you can uh, still enter to win the car generator and the gas coupon for 250 bucks right. at Dave'sCornerGarage.com, and the contest is on for the entire month. Do it before it snows. Thank you, Sebastian, as usual. And, and just uh, remember, on next this coming week, just because you got them can't, doesn't mean you can smoke them, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.